This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, how you doing today? Doing good, buddy. It is Monday. Um, it is a snowy, snowy day here in Fort Collins, Colorado. And uh, we're a little sore after that Bronco butt-kicking, embarrassing pile of dog crap. That beat down. yesterday. Oh, yeah. Oof. <laughs> but other than that, I'm good. I actually have a little headache today, but... Uh, it's not because of all that. No, just have a headache. But ready to go. New week. Feeling it, yeah. Yeah, new series of shows. Uh, you know, it'll be a fun one this week. And uh, obviously, this is the whole lead up to Halloween taking place this on Saturday. Halloween. This is Halloween. Halloween. The other thing is a quick little reminder in the transition from Saturday to Sunday. It's also uh, daylight, uh, back to standard time, daylight same. We're falling back. We're going back an hour unless you live in you just Arizona. lose that crap? I mean, that's the worst. Like, Arizona has it right. Arizona just says, you know what? <sighs> we ain't doing that. Right. We're just going to roll with that. And, and it's the same. You know, no one has to adjust to springing forward, falling back. Everybody's sleep schedule's on point. Just no adjusting. But I, I get, like, way back in the day why they did that. I just don't see how it fits anymore. It annoys. I can't I've actually, in all honesty, I've never met anybody that has just been like, you know, love daylight savings time. The only thing that's great is when you go back and you get that extra hour of sleep. Yeah. And that's the one. Yeah, that's sweet. That's the one we're coming up Oh, that's the one we've got. Okay, well, there's that. You get that extra hour. Yeah. Because in spring, then you lose that hour and you're like, crap. Yeah, that spring one is brutal. I, I hate that transition, you know, losing that hour and. But, uh, yeah, actually, when I get up... Uh, and I sun... hate getting dark at 5. It's so... Ugh. Well, that's that's what's going to happen with this one. But uh, in any case, just a reminder, folks, that uh, that is happening this weekend, uh, transitioning from uh, the 31st to the 1st. But uh, I digress. Let's go ahead and get into things. And uh, I'm going to ask my co-host a question as we do each and every day. Tony, say you're going on a first date. What would you do if your date decided to bring a family member along, whether it was innocent or it was on purpose to try and test you? What what would your reaction be to a first date bringing a family member along? Um, 
you know, it's, I've actually I've had something similar to that before, so so I know how really? to react. You basically, if you want to make a good impression, if you like the person, so in my scenario, I like the girl, and I want to get to know her, then I just embrace it. You know, you don't go into a first date expecting that you're going to make out, you're going to get laid, yada, yada. You're going to go in there wanting to get to know that person. Do you have chemistry? Do you click? So if they throw a curveball at you and the old buddy, old pal's over here, and yeah, they're kind <laughs> of a C blocker, I get you. Uh, but at the same time, you know, be yourself, give that, you know, give her the attention, you know, and, and include them too, you know, not that you want to date them, but it just shows that you take the high road and you're classy. That's what I would do. Oh. Uh, taking it would once... I be annoyed though on the inside? Yeah, yeah, but I'd persevere through that. Now the question is, do you pick up their tab as well? Hell no. Okay. No. <laughs> so, and that's the thing. I mean, you could go above and beyond and it'd be like, oh, he's so sweet. He paid for me out, my friend. No. No, no. Like, every once in a while, you could be that person, but yeah, no. Because, you know, sometimes girls like to go on dates because they get free food or drinks. <laughs> that is just true. Just saying. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It didn't work out. We just, you know, we both, yeah, we both like Star Wars, but, uh, you know, uh, you like the Broncos, I like the Raiders. It's just not going to work. <laughs> well, luckily, this isn't you. So 2020 has been a bad year for singles on the dating scene. Lockdowns. You ain't lying, sister. <laughs> Lockdowns and social distancing <laughs> guidelines have really put a dampening uh, on finding the perfect partner. But things aren't all bad. At least you're not this man in China who went on a first date with a woman who brought 23 of her relatives. The story, <laughs> the story begins in Zhejiang Province, where a 29-year-old man who'd been uh, having trouble finding love during the pandemic was set up on a date by his mother. He was looking forward to the date and arranged to meet her at a restaurant for a meal together. When he went to the restaurant, as they had planned, he walked in to find his date had turned up with 23 of her relatives. She said, let's all eat together. And despite not receiving any advanced warning that the party for two had turned into a party for 25, the man sat down and ate with the family. As they ate, the table filled up with expensive meals and alcohol, which his date and her family, member, uh, mem family members devoured happily. At the end of the meal, the man was given the bill by restaurant staff, and he was gobsmacked to find that it was uh, told to about $2,962 U.S., Though here is where uh, karma kicked in. Unable to pay the bill, the man snuck out of the restaurant without anyone noticing and returned home, leaving the woman to foot the bill. So, <laughs> ultimately, hey. he, he got his uh, just One rewards. One screw deserves another. Exactly. Well, folks, we have a wonderful show lined up for you today. It is a Monday. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? Briefly. I hate Mondays. Hate them. Therefore, I decree from this day forward, there will be no more Mondays. As we've been doing on Mondays, we have Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids. We have a uh, segment called You Do What? Our call-in topic today is the best couples costumes. We have another topic called I'm Getting Too Old for This sh Stuff. We have This Day in History. And up next, Tony is here with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, October 26th. We have a little thing called the Phoenix Line. It is a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Hey, maybe a uh, first date decided to bring their entire family to your uh, restaurant, first date location, wherever it was, and you want to tell us about it. Well, you can do that on the Phoenix Line. That number, 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together and put them out in a future show. Now it is the second segment of this show, and you know what that means. Tony's here with the entertainment news. Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, October 26, 2020. Here's your Filippo Fast Five. Michael B. Jordan is reportedly set to direct Creed 3, the third installment film series where Jordan stars as Adonis, Donnie, Johnson Creed. So uh, another one on the way. Those are actually pretty good movies. So it'll be interesting to see who they take on. Maybe Clubber Lang's son this time. <laughs> I don't know. Joe Mangi. Oh, I'm going to Filippo him. Manginello, right? Sure. Joe Manginello? Manginello. Sure. Manginello. Joe Manginello's Deathstroke is reportedly back for Justice League reshoots. Seriously, Snyder, how many freaking people can you fit in this reboot if you're not spending all that much to re- you they said they were just adding things, not reshooting, but Well, we know it's at least four hours long, so Yeah, well, there you go. Well, that's good. At least they can at least put his u- put him to use for that. Right. Uh, Migos rapper Offset was detained by Beverly Hills Police on Saturday night, and he live-streamed the altercation on Instagram. A representative for law enforcement confirmed to EW the vehicle was stopped at 5.02 p.m. local time after a passerby reported someone inside the car pointed a gun at them. I don't know who Migo, Migos is, and I don't know who Offset is, but he was in the entertainment news. Way to go, uh, <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going all in, baby. <clears throat> As expected, free agent wide receiver Antonio Brown and the Buccaneers finalized and agreed on a one-year deal. So the AB show is back. It's in Tampa Bay. And last night, the Dodgers moved a step closer within the world uh, to winning the World Series as uh, they took a 4-2 to two victory over the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh they are now leading the series 3-2, and they are one victory away from their first championship since 1988. Now it's time to move on to the... The cream of the crop! Liam Neeson's Thief stays on top of a dismal box office this week as it brings in an estimated $2.3 million over its second weekend. And for those that don't know, Honest Feast is taken six, taken seven, somewhere in that yeah. series. Yeah, that's one of those. He's got a particular set yeah. of skills. Apparently, he's <clears throat> making the same movie over and over again. Yeah, you know, the action movie also stars Jai Courtney and Kate Walsh. Um, it has a domestic total of $7.5 million and an extra $2.7 million from overseas, giving it 10.2 total. Uh, let's see, and then the additional... The top that rounds out the rest, uh, The War with Grandpa, Robert De Niro film, uh, brought in 1.8 to its total 9.7. Tenet hangs tied at 3, bringing its total to 52.5 million. Uh, The Empty Man, 1.26 million. Night Before Christmas, 
uh, brought in 0.577, Hocus Pocus 0.53, Monsters, Inc. After we collided, Two Hearts and the New Mutants. So we actually had a top 10 in the box office this yeah, week. That, that's the first week where it's not been a top 7. Top 7, yeah. top whatever. You know, it's very dismal, but hey, we got to... It's still there. I mean, I want to tell everybody out there, PSA, try to go see movies, try to keep it alive, or everything's going to just be on demand, which is great. But when you want to go on dates down the line for people like me, <laughs> or even with your friends, it's, uh, you know, it's not going to be there. So hopefully that can rebound. Um, no Time to Die, the James Bond movie that uh, was supposed to be out in April, then got pushed back to uh, November was actually looking to just skip theaters and just stream. Well, <clears throat> MGM reportedly was exploring the option of doing this, uh, but they were looking... You want to guess how much they were looking to bring this to streaming? Um, I'd say at least $200 million. Okay. You know, that's th- th- that makes about sense. They were looking for roughly six hundred million dollars. What for the streaming rights? Yes, no. six hundred million dollars. <laughs> it <laughs> seems to me an insurmountable amount of money. Oh my gosh! Um, Apple, Netflix, and other streaming services were looking at acquiring the rights to get this because they felt like they obviously bring a lot to their platforms. But everybody, including Apple deemed that $600 million was a little too rich for their spending service fees. So needless to say, um, it was just not going to happen. So now it's officially postponed to April 2021 because no one was willing to pay that price. And I can't imagine why. Right. (laughs) Hey, I got a deal for you. This deal is I got this movie, $600 million. That's all you need. Yeah, I was just trying to think. Um, there was a movie that was just sold to Amazon or Netflix or one of those for $125 million straight to streaming, which was the largest uh, you know, uh, amount of streaming services paid to date. And for a movie, and that was a pretty big one. I, for the life of me, I can't think of what it is. But uh, for James Bond at $600 million, there's no way. No, there's no way. I don't know how you'd recoup your loss. Now, MGM would have recouped a ton of losses, you know? Oh, yeah. But I think that if they just hold back, you know, yes, they're going to be down in profits for this fiscal year. Next year, I really think they'll make a good chunk of that back because if theaters get back to rolling and stuff, it does look like an awesome-looking action movie. Get it to the theaters. Get it to, like, the big XD screens, the Dolby Digital, wherever fancy-schmancy gimmicky theater you can get right <laughs> you know because i guarantee you next year our movie price tickets are gonna i think you're gonna start out nice and just welcome you back prices like yep easy on the wallet and then yeah yep concession prices are gonna go up you. too oh totally totally they gotta make that money um in little news um it's not much this is more of a flippo fast five but uh i threw it in anyways um so uh, Tom Holland just got done filming uh, Uncharted. Uh, they wrapped up uh, filming with that. And if you don't know what Uncharted is out there, that is a PlayStation game with Nathan Drake. Looks awesome. He had posted a picture on Instagram of him. Good Spot casting. On. Well, now he posted a new thing. He landed in Atlanta on Sunday 
evening and he tweeted this to his Instagram story. It said, well, from one movie to the next, time to be Spider-Man again. So they're officially filming Spider-Man 3 right now. Very cool. He has landed. They're, um, and he said uh, he's very excited um, to work with Jamie Foxx, um, who will be back as Electro. Uh, excited to see how this goes. It's set for release December 17th, 2021. Me knocking on wood, hoping that everything goes smooth. <laughs> but uh, what a what a great time you for your birthday, young man. Mm-hmm. Talking to you, Mister Phoenix. In all theory, you may actually get a Marvel movie for your birthday. It's something I've been getting every year yep. up until this year. Right. No, I'm looking forward to it. You know, it sucks that my birthday is only five days before Christmas. It, you know, you get that happy birthday slash Christmas sort of thing every once in a while. But I do have to say that uh, right around my birthday is when a number of the big holiday movies are released. You know, we got a number of the Star Wars movies, and now it looks like Marvel. So uh, that's always a, a nice little treat around birthday time. Yeah, I think I think so. It's definitely a uh, a good thing for you. See, I get kind of spoiled because mine's right in the beginning of the whole summer movie. It's usually the summer movie kickoff because yep. mine's in May. But now, like, they push it to April, so it's kind of right in the middle of, or right in the early stages. I would have had Black Widow this year, so I guess I get Black Widow next year. Um, I'm not complaining. That's one of my traditions. I like to go see a Marvel movie for my birthday because I'm a big geeky kid. What do you want? Right. Um, So uh, another thing here, I just uh, lost my little train of thought here. Uh Um, (laughs) Uh-oh. Woo! Um, everything coming to Netflix this week. Uh, is that, do we have time to cover that? No, not really. Yeah, maybe hit um, the highlights. All right, we'll highlight this sucker. So, uh, Blood of Zeus is an anime. Yeah, that's coming. Choco Bonbon Monkey. It's a uh, Netflix family film. Uh, they're not really getting uh, some good ones. Uh, so, yeah, Ace Ventura comes out on Halloween. So, okay, you can check out the original Ace Ventura, Charlotte's Web. Wilbur, um, but yeah, that's not really an article. I thought it would give me a good breakdown article. It did not. So, right. so you know, we'll roll with this. Uh, so, randomly two for TV. Uh, Rugrats is coming back. Interesting. Were you a Rugrats guy? Uh, you know, they were sort of on the tail end of you know the the cartoons that I watched, but uh, you know, it was entertaining for what it was. Yeah, so uh, for TV, um, it is coming back. It's going to be CGI this time versus animated. Interesting. Um, it will show uh, Susie Carmichael, Lil DeVille, Tommy Pickles, Phil DeVille, and Chucky Sunstar. Um, not much has changed. They look exactly the same. They're just CGI form. Um, it does not say if uh, the uh, same voice cast will be back. I was going to uh, ask if our friend uh, Tara Strong is uh, reprising her role. Yeah, it doesn't say who the voice cast is. It just says uh, that it's going to uh, be back uh, here in 2021. So um, that was not much it. I'm glad they just showed a promo. They sound the same, but it doesn't confirm that or nothing. So, uh, yeah, and after that, uh, we will go ahead and roll on to the Celebrity Birthdays. birthday to everybody's favorite Democratic nominee from two years ago Hillary Clinton, 73 Seth MacFarlane is 47 CM Punk 
WWE former wrestler, 42. Keith Urban is 53. Uh, let's see. Big, big, big names. Uh, let's scroll in. Pat Sajak is 74. Like and that is going to be about it for your celebrity birthdays. All you YouTuber fans and friends, happy birthday. So there you go. Celebrity birthdays for today, October 26th. <laughs> right on. Well, that does it for the entertainment news. When we come back, it's a topic called You Do What? Stay tuned. We'll see you guys in a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, October 26th. Now we are all over social media with many of you watching us right now as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now if you want to get a hold of me on social media, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony.Sanfilippo, that's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O, dot nine four, or on Instagram at Tony.Sanfilippo81. Now, I mistakenly spoke uh, at the end of the last segment saying that our next topic was you do what? That's actually the next topic. In fact, it is Monday, and as we do on Mondays, it is now time for Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids. <laughs> All right. So it is another silly segment of Silly Kids. Um, so today, kids are obviously, you know, you ever, is your kids ever just think that they're better than you sometimes. They ever say things where they think they really know and they're trying to be uh, just in a hilarious way, trying to just be smart and think they're better than you. Uh, yes, when it comes to video games. So Corbin is video game obsessed. You know, he spends yeah. most of his day playing video games or watching YouTube videos about video games. And uh, yeah, we're trying to parlay that into uh, something constructive and uh, obviously make it fun. But uh, he feels that he is the grand video game champion and that he can beat everybody until I get on the uh, controller and play him in, you know, any of the fighting games. And, man, why are you so good? I was like, well, I've got a 30-some-odd-year head start on you, so <laughs> I've been yeah. playing a little bit longer. But uh, Yeah, yeah. no, and, and, and I digress. Or on a side note, you are really damn good at games, so <laughs> you are t you are tough to beat. So I'm pretty happy if I can beat you at anything. Well, so I don't get as much um, practice anymore, but uh, it is always fun to uh, put <laughs> put my 11 year old put him son in place. In yeah, put him down. You're like, got you. Well, in this scenario, uh, this kid believes honesty is the best policy. Um, at up up down down. That, that's literally the thing. It's the coolest tag. It's the that's awesome. Konami code all the way through. My son got his report card today, and academically he did well. But his teacher wrote a note specifying he needs to use kind words with friends. I asked him about it, and he said, my friends are dumb, and they need to know. <laughs> that, that's a pretty brilliant <laughs> response. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's just like, well, 
I don't know what to tell you. They're just, they're just dumb. Uh, <laughs> this kid who probably, uh, <clears throat> he seriously just loves nachos. Uh, my 13-year-old son told me that when he hits 99 pounds, he wants to eat one pound of nachos so on his own so he could just be 1% nacho. Yummy! Boy, you really got to uh, love nachos to be 1% or more. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just one, you know, I'm 99% Weight one percent of that is nachos. <laughs> well, I guess that you would you'd wonder if he'd want to hit a hundred pounds and just be ninety nine pounds normal, one percent nacho, hundred percent a hundred pounder. Uh, just to make sure that uh, the the numbers are nice and round. Yeah, you know, just round up. Uh, this kid uh, who's probably onto something, octopus caveman says, "My five year old son just asked, what if we put a slice of." turkey in the dvd player and it played a movie about the turkey's whole life and none of the parenting books i've read have prepared me for this question you know it's 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 a valid point you know uh hopefully the uh, turkey was well taken care of and not uh, harassing young children like i was harassed uh, by a one-legged turkey when i was younger but uh you know what turkey's yummy and so uh you got harassed by a one-legged turkey? I got chased around by a one-legged turkey when I was probably three, four years old. Oh, my gosh. It was terrifying. She, she, oh, you'll have to tell the story. Maybe as we get closer to Thanksgiving. There you go. I like it. Yeah. Thanksgiving <laughs> horror stories or something. I don't know. Right. <laughs> Mental note. Because I want to hear that story. I've never heard that in our 20-plus years of friendship. I've never heard that. Oh, this child who thought her name was more important than the author's name, Abby Longstaff. Uh-oh, Longstaff. <laughs> um, she writes, small child's in signing queue. Why are you writing your name in my book? And emphasize the your and the my. Uh, that's the book I wrote. I was going to sign it for you, the child. It's mine. Okay, shall I write your name? Yes, then I will sign it. Wow. Well, it just kind of seems like a little brat more yeah. than. If I was the author, I'd be like, the write your own damn book. Yep, I'd be like, <laughs> go eat one, <laughs> Longstaff. Okay. <laughs> this kid who knows their mom is better knows their mom better than anyone else. Daniel and Farah at Effing Handbook. That's yeah. that's their Twitter handle. Ah, teacher to my son after he gets in trouble. I'm going to have to call your mom. Son, don't call her. Teacher, sorry, but I have to. No, I'm serious. Don't call her. She doesn't answer her phone. You have to text her. <laughs> hey, you know, he, he just, was just being preparing. Helpful. Like, hey, I don't give a crap. You could rat on. You could tell my mom, but you got to text her. Hey, and actually by giving her that information, he may have eased a little bit of the, uh, the uh, fallout of what the teacher was going to tell the mom. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I have to text all that. This kid right here is rightly scared for the future. Sid at uh, Twitter says, one of my six-year-olds started crying today. And when I asked why, she said, I don't want to grow up because I can't bake. I can only make cereal and furniture is expensive. Uh, she's not me. wrong. She I, is not my, wrong. I was like, wow, that kid gets it at six years old. Yeah. Don't want to grow up, you know? Easy street for the next... For, so she's six? Yeah, you know, you got about uh, 12 more years of that. Easy street. Well, there, and, and sadly, she doesn't realize that uh, being an adult is even more terrifying than just those aspects. Oh, yeah. you. There's way more. <laughs> That's the least of your worries, kid. Exactly. Baking 
and uh, furniture. Oh yeah, it gets gets yeah. worse. I got it's a lot. I worse. got two ideas for you, kid: DoorDash and IKEA. <laughs> yeah, you're all good. You're set. This kid's definitely not wrong. Um, Allie at Twitter says, "My four-year-old is watching Toy Story for the first time ever, and he just whispered to himself, Alive toys. I knew it.'" Hey. He just got it. He understood it. Toys are alive. So he must have thought his toys are alive. When you know, you know. You know. This kid who takes learning very seriously, James Breakwall, a.k.a. the Exploding exploding Unicorn at Twitter, says, Me, what, do you, what did you do at school today? The kid learned about dragons. Your class learned about dragons? I learned about dragons. I don't know what everybody else was doing, but I learned about dragons. <laughs> That's pretty damn cool. My question is, where was this kid learning about dragons that nobody else was? Yeah, my question, though, to that, to counter your question, is why is his dad known as the Exploding Unicorn on uh, Twitter? Good question. Yeah. Mom, I get it. Moms, girls like unicorns. Dad? Maybe dad owns a squatty potty, is a little uh, constipated, and that's the Exploding Unicorn. Yeah, he's got the thwirly going on. Uh, this kid understands how adults works. Uh, Elias Tufek, sis, at Twitter, walked into my kid's room, and my five-year-old son grabs my nine-year-old daughter and whispers, don't move. Their vision is based on movement. <laughs> apparently they think their uh, parents are T-Rex. Yeah, apparently. Just don't move. Not a raptor. LCS. Yeah. a girl. This kid who likes all types of meat at Fall Gourd Twitter put, my son just traded a chicken tender to my daughter in exchange for a bite of a burger. Now they're quietly chanting meat for meat. <laughs> so meat for meat, meat, meat for meat. You know, I, I used to pull that stuff with my sister. Hey, I'll uh, give you a bite of this for that. You know, so that way if your food sucked, at least you got to try some something else that was maybe a little bit better. So that's why you kind of stick to what you know is good. Exactly. Uh, this kid who isn't afraid to knock their own dad down a peg. Uh, Jordan Bastin at Twitter put, putting a four-year-old daughter to bed, telling her I'm going to St. Louis. Who are the Cardinals playing? The Cleveland Indians. That's the team you play for. No, no, no. I don't play. I watch the game and write a story about it. Why? <laughs> okay and i think we got time for one more here yeah. well maybe two more the kid who's an excellent farter molly erdman <laughs> at twitter puts watching as she's watching tv four-year-old <laughs> sorry i farted do you need to go potty no sometimes i fart because i'm watching a great show or movie or i'm having a great day <laughs> <laughs> at least like, he wasn't this guy i pooped my pants Oh, man, that is just good. This one is will be the last one that will be done for this week. But this kid who's just technology savvy, uh, Craig Silverman at Twitter puts, my seven-year-old told me his butt is glorious and made in New York. Also, he learned how to change Netflix profile names. And on the screenshot uh, for Netflix, it says, you have downloads, toilet face. 
come watch something you're excited about. So he changed his parents' uh, Netflix account to Toilet Face. <laughs> oh, I dread the point where my kids can uh, start messing with us on that. But uh, in any case, <laughs> folks, that does it for Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids. Now when we come back, it'll be You Do What? Stay tuned. <gasps> we'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks, at least to the final segment of the first hour. Still plenty ahead with the second hour ahead of us, but uh, this is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, October 26th. And if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over where to... (laughs) Words are hard and it's only Monday. Head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now in this segment, I wanted to talk about uh, what we do for a living. Um, The reason this one came up is uh, over the weekend, uh, we got uh, massages. We went to Massage Envy. It's the first time since the whole coronavirus pandemic started. Whoa! uh, Coronavirus, sir! I know. I couldn't find the sound. Oh, no. Oh, there it is. There you go, friend. Coronavirus! Coronavirus! It's like like Pee-wee's Playhouse. You said the magic word and it triggers. Exactly. So we finally got them done and then uh, got into uh, the massage area. It was a little strange. They had to take our temperature. We had to wash our hands. But obviously everything to try and keep uh, not only the workers but ourselves as safe as possible. Get in there and get settled in and masseuse starts talking. And, yeah, typically I like things to be nice and quiet when I'm getting a massage. But uh, I get a little chit-chat at the beginning. And uh, she says... By the way, what do you do for a living? Has anybody ever told you you've got a uh, voice for radio? <laughs> the Golden Voice Christian Phoenix. So I laughed and said, well, actually, that's what I do. So I <laughs> um, came across a list of uh, people who were asked to poorly explain what they do for a living. Again, sometimes you just can't find the words. Tony, if somebody asked you what you did for a living and you had to poorly explain it without directly telling somebody how would you describe what you do (laughs) um i babysit grown adults and i answer dumb questions and uh it's a warehouse basically you you tell grown adults when they can eat when they can go to the bathroom and when they can go home you know i tell people put on your mask you know you know you just it's a lot of it's a lot of adult babysitting. <laughs> exactly. That, I mean, that's like kind of the, the jerkish way to poorly piss poor explain what I do. What it's, do you do for a living? That's management. That. Babysitting, I coach. <laughs> and I cheerlead. There you go. All right. Well, I'm going to run down uh, some of these folks who poorly explain their jobs and see if Tony can guess what it is that they do for a living. For instance, Twitter user RunFoxRun says, Strangers call me. I load them in a truck. 
poke them with needles, hook them up to wires and tubes, sometimes push drugs or briefly electrocute them until we reach our destination, which is, Larly, Lar which is a large warehouse with other broken people and fluorescent lights. They thank me for my service. Yeah. What do they do, Tone? Um, I don't know on that one. They're ambulance driver, EMT. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Moving on, you've got uh, Lyle the alligator who says, I bust through your front door and spray all your things down with water. You usually thank me afterward. You're a firefighter. He is a firefighter. Kuchinga! It's a, it's a good uh, explanation of uh, what you do without saying, I'm a firefighter. Yeah. All right. Uh, how about this person who uh, demand young adults read books by mostly dead people and expect them to learn life lessons from it? Huh. You're narrating a biography. Close. I would assume that they are a uh, English teacher. Oh, that works too. Yeah. You know, it... I pictured Morgan Freeman like doing a narrating. It's. Uh... Uh... You know, we once had him on the show. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Good times. It's funny. Uh, reading this uh, reminds me of a, a post I just saw where apparently public schools are getting rid of the uh, book To Kill a Mockingbird because some people find it too upsetting. Well, isn't that kind of the point of the book? Uh, it's sad yeah. that we're getting rid of some of this classic reading because people just can't handle I'm it. I'm sorry. Back then, it was just a time of life. And today, it's just offensive. And I hate it. So there's no, like, bubblegum and unicorns, and it's all doom and gloom. <laughs> ah, it's a strange world <laughs> yeah. we live in. Yeah. Yeah. As we say at you know, the yeah, top you, of each you, show, you a crazy, can't, crazy You world. can't be factual. It's too doom and gloom. I've been told that recently. Yep. Has the planet gone mad? Uh, yeah, it has. Yep, most definitely. It's uh, in the pooper, too, sometimes. <laughs> moving on with you do what, people who... Poorly explain what they do. You've got uh, this Twitter user, Dibby, fed up with orange circuses. I don't know. There's... I like some Twitter names. Yeah. Dibby. <laughs> so it can't even be Debbie. Dibby. She says, I watch tiny humans exit larger humans, and if they need, I keep them for a while while I put tubes and needles in them until they don't die. Then I give uh, them back a... to bigger oh. humans to take them to their human place to help them get big. What is she? Oh doing? man, that she's over explaining what she does. <laughs> she's she's a uh, doctor that obviously handles the birth and cleans uh, up the baby, hands the baby back. Yeah, yeah. An obstetrician, yeah, uh, yeah, someone in the the medical field. Yeah, I couldn't think of the actual term of uh, you know when the doctor that actually handles the birth. I don't know what their official title is, so I'm just like I thought. To be fair, you haven't had much experience with this, so we don't blame you. No. We don't blame yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. All the kids I have, I mean, there could be those two Austrian girls, you know. There might be a kid or two in Austria. <laughs> I don't know. Ooh. We'll find out. God, God, I hope not one day. Get a knock on the <laughs> no, door. Are you my yeah, daddy? They, are you my daddy? I'm like, yeah, you're 50% good looking, so maybe. <laughs> all right, moving on with you do what? People who poorly explain their jobs. You have Twitter user comfortably numb says, I tell computers to do things. Sometimes they listen. God, that feels like my day on uh, yesterday. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, what you, are, you are a computer technician. Yeah, IT tech. You're a tech uh, guy, yeah. Uh, maybe a, a programmer, but. Uh, I almost got distracted by his name. I started thinking of Pink Floyd's. 
That's where they got it from. In fact, their uh, um, little icon is a dog wearing it's... sunglasses where it's the um, dark side of the moon. Okay. In the reflection. So. That would be why. All right, because that's what I thought of. All right, the next one is Twitter user Word of Dog says, I ask excitable wolf dogs to go and find good and bad people whilst I chauffeur them around the country, breaking speed limits almost everywhere I go. I also ask them to go and find illegal drugs and bang sticks. Sometimes they listen, but not always. You are the big boss man, former WWF wrestler. Just kidding. You are a police officer. Oh, you're a police officer. I was being a smartass. <laughs> yeah, they're probably uh, more than likely a, a canine unit. And, uh, you know, every time I pass a canine unit and the, the window's down, uh, being a dog person, I want to go up and just say hi to the dog and, and do all you that. You're not. you're not supposed to. But, uh, no, no. German Shepherds are great dogs, man. <laughs> they can be super friendly, but they can also be trained to be some vicious yeah 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 my uncle's got one super lovable love the mama mia's there very loyal they listen very well all right moving on with uh you do what you have uh well (laughs) twitter user foot ankle this might give you an idea says i take bones that are arranged in a way that i find not pleasing and then i line them up in a way that i like then i screw in some metal oh well, I would go with the chiropractor, but I don't think they do the screw in the metal part, so no. you'd, you'd be a surgeon. That is exactly it. Okay. And in this case, probably a podiatrist uh, deals with uh, feet and ankles. And, you know, it, it, It's strange yeah. to me that there are people that specialize in just the feet and just the ankles. In fact, there's an entire TV show about people with nasty feet that... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Not my cup of tea. No, my friend uh, Annie has tried to get me to watch that. Couldn't do it. No, no. It's always like that and the Dr. Pimple Poppers and things like that. But the feet one was nasty. Yeah, yeah. All right, this next one, uh, I'm not going to give you the Twitter user because that would give it away, but uh, they say, I get paid to be someone else. Uh, you are... Oh, gosh, I don't know. I, mean, I, I can't think of the word to say right now for it. Well, I'll give you a hint. The Twitter You're user, a ghost. The Twitter user is Rosanna Arquette. I get paid to be... Oh, I get paid to be a cross-dresser. No. <laughs> that, that would be Alexis. <laughs> uh, no, an actor. Oh, oh, oh that's right. <laughs> oh, you get paid to... Nah. Damn. That was so easy. But no, you said Arquette. I thought of the one from The Wedding Singer that... That cross dresses. <laughs> <laughs> Add this to the soundbite list, right? There here. you go. Jeez. All right. And then finally, as <laughs> oh, we head into the break, <laughs> <laughs> finally, as we head into the break, here's one for uh, again. I'm not going to give the, uh, the the poster, but it says, "I make up a show from things you shout at me from the darkness." I make up a show from the dark. You're an improv uh, comedian. Now. It is. Yeah. Colin yeah. Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway put that. So, yeah. folks, that does it for our first hour. Hang in there through our long break, and we'll be back with our call-in topic of best couples costumes. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you guys in about seven minutes.
Fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, you got your smoothie. We're an hour in. Seemed to fly by. How you holding up? Doing great. Um, hopefully you guys are all able to watch this. I got a text during the break that uh, our feed's not coming across all, but uh, I tested it right here. It shows up on my end, but uh, uh, fingers crossed that uh, you guys are watching this. So, uh, yeah, Facebook. Other than that, uh, the actual show's going great. I think just some Facebook technical difficulties this morning. Yeah, for once, not on our end. I think Facebook's having mm. some weird issues. Uh, you know, we went in, weren't able to start watch parties of our own, and don't know what's going on over there in uh, the world of Zuckerberg. But uh, yeah, they're they're having some issues. And but so, I know uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, it's there. I know Mike uh, had texted me that. He's stoked that we're on YouTube Live now because he hates the Facebook interface. So, <laughs> yes, we are there, buddy. He is watching, so we appreciate it. Anyway, you guys are watching this, but, uh, yeah, bummer to hear that uh, some of this is causing issues. Um, yeah, there is an issue with Facebook, so. Yeah, but, you know, we do what we can, We uh, and it'll be available for you guys to re-watch at a later point in time as well. Yeah, so. If you can't chime in live, then we understand why. This is kind of our bread and butter part coming up, the uh, interactive segment. So with it being down, it's not good. Um, I can confirm the video just crashed on my end. So Did it really? That is so Yeah, weird. it did. Yeah. So, yeah, what do you do? We still are going to continue to provide this show in one way or another. You will watch it. <laughs> I would hope. Yeah. So. Luckily, it's still working on my end. But uh, as Tony mentioned, it is the interactive portion of the show where we want you guys to chime in on our topic of the day. Now, the way we've been doing it is giving you guys the call-in topic the day before. So that way you can call in on the Phoenix line, which is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. So you can call, leave a message at any point during the day and let us know what you think of the given topic. We also ask that uh, if you guys are watching and you do have access to Facebook, you can always chime in on the comments section over at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio and uh, just pull up the live video and comment in there. Today's topic is the best couples costumes. Now, Tony, um, you were married for a period of time. You've mm -hmm. had girlfriends here and there. Have you guys ever done a couples costume? Um, yeah, my ex-wife and I did uh, back in the day. We went as... Um was that our we just went as like a like a pirate like she went as a hag and i was a pirate okay right. so yeah yeah so i dressed up as like kind of like a jack sparrow-ish I, I don't know if i was quite as good looking as jack sparrow at the time you know 
little portly. So uh, <laughs> a little harder to be. A, I was more like, yeah, I was more like Chubby Jack Sparrow right there. This was me and my hag right here. We were dragging and stuff. Yeah, no. So we did that. Uh, you know, we had like a little parrot and stuff that Very it was cool. it was fun. Yeah. So uh, the ex, she really liked Halloween. So we usually went all out. Got to do some cool costumes, but uh, as a couple's costume, that was about as close as it got. So, yeah. would you like... be a hag or a wench uh, for Ooh. a pirate? It'd be a wench. Probably a wench. Probably a yeah. wench. Yeah. yeah. So she was the wench. I was. I was the pirate. So. Yeah. It sounds like maybe uh, you were uh, uh, smuggling a barrel of rum underneath your shirt. It's, it was. It was. And it was all over the place. It was like I said, it was a little portly, so it wasn't good looking like Johnny Depp. But you know, I tried. Um, Yeah, for us, you know, uh, we were really looking forward to Halloween this year. Uh, We were going to have the boys out, uh, which we've never had them out here for Halloween before. And uh, unfortunately, where they're at, their school got is basically starting this week where they're going back to school. So I had to change things around and I'm going down there. But uh, we were actively looking for couples costumes, something fun, something we could do together. but uh, unfortunately, we'll not be able to do that this year. Maybe next year. You never know. Tony, I was thinking a good one for you might be in the future where you dress up as Lil Sweet and then uh, your date can be a Diet Dr. Pepper can. Oh, that would be good. It's a sweet one, as I'm getting here if you're watching. There's a little Sweet right there, you know, just so you wanted to know what he is. It's a sweet one. Oh! And yeah. uh, for those who don't know, uh, Tony had a, a slight Diet Dr. Pepper uh, addiction um, some years prior. and uh, you Yeah, know, for a fitting. long time. That was like the go-to. I um, can't remember the last time I actually had Diet Dr. Pepper or any soda. So That's good. That's good. A lot of people yeah. can't kick it. You know, I'm a, I'm a one Coke a day type guy where uh, you know I do have to limit my sugar intake, but uh, that is just the one thing that I, I can't give up. Just one Coke a no, day. You know... The last soda I do remember, I had a Diet A&W root beer when I was back home a few weeks ago So okay. right. at my aunt's house for dinner. It actually was, you know, the Diet A&W was actually quite refreshing. There you go. I'm not going to go buy it for myself, but it was good. <laughs> Still commendable. But, folks, that's what we're talking about. Not Diet Dr. Pepper, Diet Sodas, uh, couples costumes. We want to hear from you about uh, your favorite couples costume, either you were a part of or that you've seen. So, uh, folks... Go ahead and chime in now on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Click on the live video and comment in there. When we come back, it's all about you. We'll be talking couples costumes. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, October 26th. We are smack dab in the middle of our interactive portion of the show where we ask you guys to chime in on the topic of the day. Now, uh, typically, we ask you guys to chime in uh, either by calling the Phoenix line the day in advance or chiming in on our Facebook page uh, live video comment section though uh, we do understand that uh, Facebook is having some issues so uh, you know if you can chime in there great if not we totally understand and if you want to continue watching and Facebook's giving you some issues head over to YouTube look up Phoenix uh, Media there and you can find the Christian Phoenix radio show live 
as we speak, just like you do on Facebook. So uh, plenty of ways to get us. Yeah, link is also in the box below if you are able to watch right now on the Facebook share page. So um, direct access, but if not, real easy to find. So, yep. so uh, our question for the interactive portion of today's show is couples costume. What is the best couples costume you've either been a part of, you've seen? Uh, there are some really, really smart and funny ones out there. And uh, you know what? It's, it's always fun when uh, two people have a similar sense of humor that they can combine those together. Tony, on your end, has uh, anybody chimed in? Yeah. Um, uh, Lacey has shared one with us, um, and it's basically a uh, plug-in. So, like, you just take, like, a USB plug, you know, like a phone plug or whatever. You plug into a wall with the cord hanging, and then the, that's the guy. And then the girl is, like, an outlet. So hers is just over. It's two outlet and Look go at together. That. It's so smart and it's, uh, a lot of innuendo. plug in yeah, plug and socket. Right. Yes. <laughs> it's sort of like uh, the uh, gatekeeper and the key master. You yes, know, one, yes, one the old tongue-in-cheek there. Yeah, one fits inside the other, and uh, they cause either electricity in this case, or they open doors to other dimensions. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Annabella has also, um, she chimed in uh, as a family of minions. Ooh, that's so a like one. a like a family thing. So every family member got to dress up as a minion. Yeah, or you could do uh, Gru and um, oh, I forget the character voiced by uh, Kristen um, Wig, and then have all the kids be minions. That would be yes. a fun one. That would be, that would work really well. Like well actually, it. read this garbage. Um, <laughs> uh, Stacy chimed in and said next year she wants to do a. Uh, because obviously with Halloween being kind of yeah this year, but next year she wants to do Han Solo and Princess Leia, but the roles reverse. So the guy sport the with with the buns, and mm. then uh, the girl be uh, Han Solo. I think that's pretty damn cool. There you go. Yeah, you need a, a confident guy to be able to pull that off. But uh, you know, if you can, I, that would be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, running down so, a list of of people who uh, have done their own couple's costumes. Uh, this literally is his own couple's costume. It says, my brother was sad his girlfriend couldn't come to our Halloween party, so he came as both of them. And it's, uh, you know, the like the old circus sideshow where half of them is just himself with the beard, holding the beer, and then the other half is uh, clean-shaven makeup, long hair, dress, holding a uh, glass of wine. So uh, he is literally his own couple's costume, which is pretty cool. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Something I would have to do, you know, because I typically... I've been solo, I think, for a long time on Halloweens. I go to Halloween parties, but... It's typically solo, so I should just be Han Solo at all of them. There you I'm go. I'm still looking for my slutty pumpkin. <laughs> you could be a hanging chad. All right, yep. uh, moving on. <laughs> There's this uh, this couple. It says, my wife and I made daft punk Halloween costumes, which are awesome. They've got the helmets with the LED lights and then all black suits with uh, a little light-up trim and uh, even down to the sneakers that light up. And so... Uh, you know, if, if you're a fan of electronic music and uh, want to go as a couple's costume, that is a cool one to pull off. And we'll post all of these up on our uh, Facebook page for you guys to check out. If Facebook lets us post, if it's not having issues. Right. Ah, <laughs> uh, Facebook. Oh, FB, man. Yep. 
Damned if we do, damned if we don't. All right, moving on. Uh, there is this couple. My friends, Beetlejuice costumes are ridiculously good. This is one Jesse and I have talked about doing where uh, after um, uh, uh, Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin change their faces, they pull them out and uh, open them up and add eyeballs to the fingers. Those are the costumes that these people are doing, and they are spot on. You know, trying to uh, scare the Dietzes out of the house. And, of course, they're walking around with their book, uh, The Handbook for the Recently Deceased. Awesome. Which is perfect because you guys have that book. We actually do, yeah. We were sad that it wasn't filled with actual text from The Handbook for the Recently Deceased. My guess is they didn't put much in there, but uh, it's more of a journal. So the cover, at least, is what it looks like. Yeah. Here's another one. That's all you need. Another one we talked about, uh, you know, Jesse's favorite holiday Halloween movie of all, of all time is Hocus Pocus. And uh, with her going as um, Winifred Sanderson and then me going as, uh, is it Billy Butcher or? Uh, Billy Baxton. Billy, Billy something. The zombie oh, Billy guy. Baxton. Isn't Billy Baxton a Shazam? It is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in this case... These, I haven't seen Hocus Pocus in a long time. So <laughs> These folks pulled it off. They look fantastic. Uh, here's a great couple's costume for... You know, uh, uh, Billy Butcherson. That's what it was. Thank you. There you go. Uh, for uh, <laughs> two, two guys, it can even be uh, a guy and a girl or two girls. doesn't matter. But it says, uh, my first boyfriend and my first time celebrating Halloween with a significant other. We took advantage of our height difference. Also, my favorite movie growing up, and they are going as the Wet Bandits from Home. Oh, that's <laughs> from awesome! Home Alone, yep, and uh, complete with brand on the hand, burnt up uh, hat, um, uh, iron on the face. It's uh, brilliant. Absolutely that's just great. Brilliant. <laughs> great stuff. All right, uh, moving on with couples costumes. You have, uh, you know, sometimes the couple is you and your dog. Yeah. Tony, if you had a dog, maybe you could do this. She's going as Ray. The dog is going as BB-8. Oh, I like it. That's cute. Yeah. It's adorable. Yeah. Like I said, I'm going to post this up on Facebook so you guys can share in the enjoyment. But, uh, I was going to say, one of my friends just posted their, um, they were at a Halloween party the other night, and he was Shaggy, their dog was Scooby, and then uh, she was Velma. They Rock actually looked really good. So... That's that's a brilliant one. Now, did they have yeah. a uh, Great Dane, or was it a different kind of dog? Uh, they have a lab, but but you know, it was uh, it looked you could tell you know Scooby enough, so yeah. you could use your imagination. Yeah, you can take <laughs> Speaking of couples costumes, this one is brilliant. Uh, this couple won their costume party. They are dressed up as Green Army men. And uh, literally, face is green, everything. Uh, binoculars are green, their weapons are green. And they even uh, created these little green platforms for them to stand on for the iconic poses that... Uh, Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Nailed it. Absolutely Yeah, that it. is good. Speaking of nailed it, uh, there's this couple's costume where uh, he went as Edward Scissorhands and she went as a topiary bush. Oh, nice. Makes nice. sense. I like it. I get that. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> uh, this one is so perfect for this day and age. You have the couple who went as, uh, she went as uh, Instagram filter. He went as Instagram no filter. So it's her with, uh, you know, overdone makeup and then little butterflies around her head. And then he's dressed up exactly like her, but uh, sort of the frumpy, ugly version of 
what she would look like with no filter. So <laughs> brilliant. That, that 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 is pretty damn good. I like it. <laughs> Here's one for the Star Wars fans, a little uh, gender bending. You've got uh, the boyfriend dressed up as Princess Leia in the Slave Leia outfit and the uh, girlfriend in a inflatable Jabba the Hutt costume. So, uh, <laughs> Oh, no. I thought you were going to say like she was dressed as like Han Solo because uh, Stacy sent me a picture of what it would look like. And uh, in that picture, uh, the girl dressed as Han, um, good looking, kind of look like uh, Padme in uh, part two. Attack of the Clone, uh, which is not white. Yeah, look gotcha. like that a bit. Yeah, now this one is... Uh, but not... the Jabba, that's yeah. just funny. That's brilliant. That is so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's one if uh, you and your significant other are roughly the same build. Uh, these folks, uh, of course, they took a picture in the elevator, just to add insult to injury, but are dressed up like the twins from The Shining. Come play with us, Danny. And they're all covered in yeah. blood. And... Red rum, red rum. Oh, so funny. So He's funny. not here right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, moving on, couples costumes. You've got uh, the boyfriend in a giant unicorn onesie. And, of course, uh, the girlfriend in a uh, striped little shirt with uh, overalls. And uh, she is Agnes from Despicable Me, which we were talking about. Aww. Carrying around her unicorn it's so she fluffy. Kisses. She kisses my boo-boo. She braids my hair. We love you, mothers everywhere. <laughs> uh, those are fun movies. There was Agnes was probably one of the cute characters that oh, that infamous uh, unicorn one. I love these little unicorns. Little unicorns. That's so fluffy. <laughs> uh, speaking of kids' movies and couples' costumes, let's see if you can guess who the partner is. Uh, the Main person dresses up as Aladdin from the Disney Aladdin. What do you think his partner dressed up as? Abu. Nope. Yes, again. The genie. Nope. Yes, again. The rug? Yep. The magic carpet. Magic carpet. <laughs> oh, and then finally, this one is... That is pretty funny. This one is Arr. classic Arr. and brilliant. Arr. Especially if your uh, girlfriend is taller than you and has long, flowing blonde hair. They dressed up as Jay and Silent Bob. Nice. That one gets a... Uh, where's my... Uh... Snoochie boochie noochies. <laughs> Always brilliant. But folks, that does it for our topic of call-in... No, that does it for our call-in topic of couples costumes. Yeah. Uh, trying to keep things straight. Our topic tomorrow is going to be your real-life phobias. What scares you in real life? We did this early on in the show, but uh, being that Halloween's right around the corner, it is fitting. So call into the Phoenix line. Let us know what scares you. When we come back, we've got our segment. I'm getting too old for this sh stuff. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, October 26th. 
Now, uh, if you don't know what the Phoenix line is by now, then you haven't been listening because we talk about it quite a bit. It is a 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. For instance, uh, maybe you had trouble getting through on our topic about couples costumes. Well, you certainly have the opportunity to uh, give us a call, and we'll put that out in a future show. Or you can call in right now or anytime today to chime in on our call-in topic for tomorrow, which is uh, your real-life phobias. What scares you in real life? Obviously, we're right around the corner from Halloween, Mm -hmm. so yeah, we're talking thrills and chills and all good stuff like that. The Phoenix line is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973 for the alpha numerically impaired. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We will compile those together and put them out in a future show. Now, in this segment, which I've titled, I'm getting too old for this stuff, wanted to talk about uh, just stuff. You're getting too old for this stuff. Yeah, you know, we we live our lives and, uh, you know, I don't see myself as old. But there are certain things that happen in our everyday lives that definitely make us feel old. Yeah, for instance, well, just yeah, I'm too old for this. Exactly. Uh, namely, the one that uh, comes to mind the most is uh, music. We'll be driving around, have the classic rock station on, and a uh, song from Metallica comes on, or hell, even Nirvana or Pearl Jam or something along those lines on the classic rock station and that makes me feel old in fact uh jesse who works in uh, senior care we've even talked about uh, you know you walk into these senior care facilities and they've got like old timey you know ragtime music on i have a feeling when we're old and in those places they're going to be rocking metallica and, and you know nirvana and, and uh, justin bieber and, and things like that and you know, it's, it's just one of those signs of getting older. What about you, Tone? Uh, anything that uh, sort of hits you as, uh, you know what, I, I'm getting too old for this stuff? Yeah, um, work, man. I've been with uh, Costco for 20 years. Uh, I started right out of high school. Well, not right out of high school, but the year we graduated in 2000. Opened up the one in Carson, and you know, back then it was just supposed to be a college gig, gonna go to UNR and uh, go be a journalist and all that good stuff. And uh, now when I'm training like the younger, the younger kids that are just starting, you know, they're like 18, 19, and they're just coming out of high school, going into college. So, <laughs> you know, where it really hit me, because I physically and mentally don't feel old, I don't look old, but. Uh, there was this girl I had to help set up her uh, her employee account so that way she could do her online schedules and and pay stubs and stuff like that. Uh, when we we put in her birthday, <clears throat> her birthday was April. I think it was like April twentieth, <laughs> two thousand. Oh. And uh, and she looked at my badge. She goes, "Oh, you've been here since 2000 and I said, "Yep." She goes, "That's the year I was born." And I'm like. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm so as old. I so literally as this young girl that I'm setting up for her employee account is starting, uh, <laughs> she was just born a month before you know we graduated high school. So that made me feel old as. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. what we're talking about today. You know, it's uh, everyday things that make you feel like I'm getting too old for this stuff. 
For instance, uh, along the lines of what you were talking about, Tony, uh, when I'm signing up for an account on a website, I have to scroll back pretty far from my birth year now, especially if you're on your mobile phone and you have to yeah. do that like ba 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 You yeah. just kind of got to take the figure of power and just scroll up real quick and let it go. Yep. It lands right about 80, 81. Yep. Oh. You know, it's it, it's not even like the Wheel of Fortune where you win as soon as it uh, <laughs> it hits no. where you want it to. It just it just makes you feel sad. Yeah, you know, another thing that makes me feel old too is like I saw like corn, uh, for example. You know, Metallica has been celebrating thirty years of their band and Motley Crue, or not not thirty years, still forty years. They're going to be coming up on forty years because yeah. they were from eighty one, and that's next year. So forty years is how old Metallica is. We were born in the year Metallica was formed as well as Motley Crue. Yeah. Uh, but when you hear things like the 20th anniversary of Korn, follow the leader. And I was like, oh, geez. <laughs> I remember like new metal just came out. Well, new metal's old, old metal now. <laughs> old metal now. So yeah, yeah. That makes me feel super old, man. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Uh, has, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but uh, this person puts, uh, the first time I decided sleep was preferable to sex. You know what? Uh, in your older years, it I, I, I hate to say it, but it happens every once in a while. You're just so tired, you got to make that decision, and, and sleep sometimes wins out. I'm going to say I'm never too tired for it because... Uh, that happened. Oh. <laughs> oh. Ah, it's my life, baby. All right. Uh, how about this, ladies? Who <laughs> said, when I fell down at work and no one laughed, instead three people came running over to make sure I was okay. I'm only 36. I was walking in our break room and stepped down wrong, I guess. I fell into the stove and rolled my ankle. Let me assure all of you that I was okay after this fall and have gone on to fall down two different sets of stairs and trip over my dogs on multiple occasions. Yeah, um, normally it's funny if somebody is uh, of the right age to bounce back, but if people are coming over to check if you broke a hip, might be getting too old. Yeah, well, I can tell you, you get injured. It does seem to take a little longer to heal. So I try to stay good so that doesn't happen. Uh... Stacy uh, chimed and said, uh, dating, I'm too old for this. Hey, I am with you on that. <laughs> I, I don't blame you. I mean, uh, Jesse, oh and I, my God. Jesse and I talk all the time about, uh, God, if we were still single and having to try and get out in the dating world, you know, how do you do it this day and age? And, you know, with your, your Tinders and your Bumbles and your gobsmackers, I don't know. I'm just Gobsmackers, Bumble, Tinder, Plenty of Fish, Juice Mixer, Goober, Goober. There's all kinds. Um, I, you know, the problem is, is that with the whole COVID thing, it kind of makes it hard to go out and date. You know, they have these little features like here, just chat now, but it's like, uh, rather <laughs> just meet in person. You know, it just, yep. I don't know. Sometimes you just don't want to chat. I don't. I don't know. I'm with Stacy. I think the dating thing is I never thought at this point in my life I would be like having to do the dating thing as well. I've kind of figured at this point I'd have a couple of teenage kids and and just be like, well, Artis, I'm only about 20 years away from retiring. So now, you know, that just uh, that wasn't in the cards and that's fine. But man, it 
it does and it kind of and now i think too it's like well, what if i meet a nice girl what if we want to have a family i'm gonna be old man dad you're gonna be grandpa dad Stamos. yeah yeah <laughs> got the young looks like stamos and don't look as good as stamos but you know i'm not a bad looking dude still got a full head of hair yeah i still got a full head of hair hey you know but uh yeah man it, it's kind of crazy at that point i think i'd be <laughs> about what 58 like if i had a kid at 40 for graduation yeah kid graduates yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's scary uh, spe- oh too old for this yeah speaking of uh which you've got uh, this person says uh, when i overheard my teenage niece and her friends talking crap on things millennials say Remember the time when we complained about millennials? Now we get to complain about, uh, what is it, Gen Z? I don't even know what they are. I don't but, know uh, what they are, no. Right. And like, te- uh, technically, Tony and I are elder millennials. We are the first year of the millennial generation, though we don't share in a lot of the same uh, outlooks as no. uh, the traditional millennial. No. All right, moving on. We're, with- not, we're not an entitled group, that's no, for sure. No, no. We work hard for what we do. Mm-hmm. Moving on with, I'm getting too old for this stuff. How about, uh, and this is one that I do, when I find myself grunting and groaning just to bend over to tie my shoes. Or just about doing anything. It happens. <laughs> yeah, you got those days, you know? <laughs> well, every day is like that. Now, to be fair, I do have a, uh autoimmune disorder that uh, does affect my pain levels and, and the how flexible I can be. So, uh yeah, cut me a little slack there. Yeah, I, I give you a breather there, bro. Yeah, yeah. I do yeah. what I can to try and minimize it. All right, how about uh, this one in I'm Getting Too Old for This Stuff. I was coming around the corner of a department store and saw my dad come around the corner at the same time. Turns out it was a mirror. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, no, luckily I haven't had that. <laughs> you know, there's sometimes, like, my voice, like, if I have to elevate it sometimes, like when I'm trying to make a point, mm-hmm. it sometimes it sounds like my dad and I'm like, eee. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've all been there. Um, yeah. Luckily, I, I don't think we've been here yet. Uh, this person puts, when I spotted a gray pubic hair, oddly, this bothered me more than the gray hairs on my scalp. I don't think we're quite there yet. At least I'm not. But uh, yeah, yeah, that would be enough to uh, get you wondering. No, no. I got my first gray hair at 27. Thanks to uh, being a soup, and then eventually, you know, it's traveled to like the goatee, which is why I kind of aced off the, the the having the thing really because just one day it turned all white, and I was like, "Ee, see ya." <laughs> well, you'll be able to but rock, that, yeah. rock that nice uh, salt and pepper. Boy, I just hit the mic there. Sorry, folks. Yeah. Uh, SWAT. <laughs> that little yeah. salt and pepper beard, and then finally, and I'm getting too old for this stuff. This person who realized my Tamagotchi has been old enough old enough to vote <laughs> since 2014. So. When have you fed your damn Tamagotchi, you mother? Uh, my Tamagotchi is probably dead at this point. But folks, that does it. When we come back, we are headed into our final segment of the show. It's time for this day in history. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you in a few. Get every 
everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Well, folks, we made it to the fourth and final segment of this show, this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, October 26th. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well. Or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? Darth Vader got a little muted there, but, uh, you know, uh, unfortunately he doomed us to uh, stay, stay puffed. Tough. And, uh, you know, if, if it's his fault, I think he should clean up his mess. I... Oh, Tony just muted himself. All right. But... No, I agree. <laughs> there you go. Sorry. I had, I had hit something on accident, so I wanted it to not go over the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in fact, uh, what we got was... I smart. But, uh, you... folks, while you're there... Make sure you uh, subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends because why, Tony? Sharing is caring. And I almost stole that from you. I almost didn't share that with you. So (laughs) That's okay. It just becomes habit because sometimes I feel like in the beginning when you say that line in the first hour, Uh like I know you say it. So I'm always prepped to say it, and I'm like, oh wait, yeah, that's that's hour two. I'm gonna throw the curveball. Goes so fast sometimes, yeah. One day, I'm. It just it's a good test. Are you paying attention? Are you not paying attention? Obviously, I'm in tune. I'm paying attention. Always appreciated. Well, folks, it is the final segment of the show, which means that we drop a little knowledge on you. Hopefully, make you laugh at the same time. It is time for this day in history. The last day of the world for the stories that turn the world on its head. This day in history. Christian Phoenix. Thanks, Siri. Christian Phoenix. <laughs> All right. Let's let her uh, that'd be funny if there was a setting to make Siri sound like uh, Gollum. Yes, Christian. With kids are just Phoenix masters. <laughs> All right, kicking off this day in history. <laughs> This day in 1682, <laughs> William Penn accepts the area around Delaware River from the Duke of York, founding Pennsylvania, and uh, he looks like the Quaker Oats guy. I never actually saw a picture of uh, William Penn, but uh, I can't not look at The Quaker look at Oats it. guy, number one, is freaky. The Duke, I think of the Duke of Earl sandwiches. I'm hungry. And number three, Delaware. Let's go to... <laughs> Delaware. <laughs> Little Wayne's World reference there for you. Yeah. Swing. Adi, adi, adi. Uh, speaking of founding fathers of the U.S., this day in 1776, Benjamin Franklin departs for France on a mission to seek French support for the American Revolution. It, it amazes me that uh, these guys did so much traveling overseas when there wasn't airplanes. They had to get on a ship for three months at a time. And yeah, no thanks. Not my idea of fun. Yeah, in three months, we are going to go all across the sea, and we're going to get help for this war. Have fun. Yeah, hold down the fort. We'll be back. We'll find uh, some people to help us. I don't know what accent that was, but we're going to go with it, okay? Thank you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that is exactly what Benjamin Fra- Franklin sounded like. I will fly a kite, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and not be electrocuted. <laughs> Never. Ever. 
<laughs> Moving on, this day in 1881, the gunfight at the O.K. Corral, the most famous shootout in the Wild West, occurs between lawmen including Wyatt Earp and the Cowboys with Tom and Frank McClory and Billy Clanton are killed. And, of course, uh, there's been any number of movies that have uh, sort of portrayed that gunfight at the O.K. Corral. Yeah, good stuff. It's funny because, uh, you know, the American West almost seems like a fantasy at this point. Uh, but the fact that, you know, these things really occurred, you know, we've got Virginia City up here, which is literally a, a moment out of time of the Old West. And, uh, you know, it's fun to, to revisit that history every once in a while. Yeah, it's crazy. Like we have uh, Buffalo Bill's grave here in uh, Golden, Colorado. You can go up there. It's it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Just to, you go down to Texas, Doc Holiday. I'll be your huckleberry. Yeah. All right. Moving on. This day in 1916, American sex educator Margaret Sanger is arrested for obscenity for advocating birth control. Boy, we have come a long way since that. <laughs> Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. <laughs> That's obscenity. The end. It's like being an electric plug with a cord, okay? And then your partner be like the electric socket. When you cuddle, electricity happens. <laughs> That's a Halloween costume if you if you don't get it. And then the stork brings you a baby. Yeah, storks always do that. My storks are bringing me a baby brother. <laughs> if you guys listen to the commercials right. or PSAs. <laughs> Moving on this day in 1918, <laughs> Cecil Chubb gives the prehistoric monument Stonehenge back to the British nation. And so Ooh, Stonehenge just seems I'd like to see that once in life. That place looks cool. Yeah. And it's also trippy. Yeah. Also uh you know one of the the biggest hits from the band uh Spinal Tap. So yeah, there is that. This is such a good rock you you know mockumentary. Fake, rocky, yeah. Mockumentary man. Awesome stuff. Good old Ned Flanders. Speaking <laughs> of awesome stuff, this day in 1919, U.S. President Woodrow Wilson vetoes the Prohibition Enforcement Bill, and uh, it's overridden, which means alcohol was back. Alcohol in a glass. <laughs> Good job, For Woodrow. Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> All right, uh, this day in 1927, the rock star of his time, Duke Ellington sings Creole Love Song. Is that uh, something that's in your playlist there, Tone? Creole love song covered by Creed. With arms wide open. No. Couldn't even tell you who the hell that is. <laughs> nope. It was a good attempt. This yeah. <laughs> day in 1950, Branch Rickey resigns as Brooklyn Dodger president. And obviously we are uh, on the precipice of the Dodgers, knock on wood, maybe winning the World Series. But uh, You know what's funny is we talked about bringing back names. So we talked about bringing back Brutus. Is it time to bring back Branch as a name? No. Branch? No. What a – my name is Branch. And I like to eat ranch because why not? My name is Branch. <laughs> Branch well, Dubois. Though if uh, you did know somebody named Branch, you could uh, give them the old uh, Biff Tannen line. Why don't you make like a tree and go? Yeah. Oh, and get you out know of what? Here. I just so happen to have that. You do. You make like a tree and get out of here. That was it. Just make like a tree and leave. You sound like a damn idiot when you do that. That's well, <laughs> a damn fool when you do that. Yep. 
This day in 1968, future world heavyweight boxing champion George Foreman wins the Olympic heavyweight gold medal when the final against uh, Jonas Sapulis from the Soviet Union is stopped in round two at the Mexico City Games. And uh, I don't know what compelled him to ever name all of his kids named George because that would be confusing, but uh, he was quite the heavyweight boxing champ. Yeah, he was. And do you know one random side Monday worthless fact? I don't. Is um, Hulk Hogan was originally supposed to do the the grill, mm-hmm. and Hogan thought it would be a dumb idea to put his name on something like that. So they offered it to George Foreman. That's how you got the George Foreman grill. Oh. Hogan said one of the biggest, dumbest mistakes he's ever made in his life, aside from just doing some post things he's done. But, yeah, that's how Foreman got the Foreman grill. Just by a dumb chance, Hogan said, I'm not doing that. Wow. That's dumb. How lucky yeah. for Foreman. He's still making tons of money off of that. <laughs> Hand over fist, dude. (laughs) Speaking of tons of money, this day in 1972, Edwin Land introduces the first truly instant camera, the Polaroid SX-70, at an event in Miami, Florida. Of course, at that point, Mm, uh, after that point, everybody had Polaroids. Shake it like a Polaroid picture in Miami. (laughs) Tango! This day in 1972, guided tours of the former prison at Alcatraz by the uh, National Park Service begin. Uh, have you ever done that Alcatraz tour, Tom? No, I really want to. I've I've been to San Fran a few times in my life, and I've seen Alcatraz from you know, from the the shore, but never gone. I'd love to though. I would too. I've never you been, know. but uh, that would be fun. And you you can live out your uh, Nicolas Cage fantasies there as well. So you know what? Boat one rock. one time we should do that. Yeah. Uh, this day, in 1984, The Terminator, directed by James Cameron, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Linda Hamilton, is released in the U.S. Oh, get to the, this right. Sarah Connor, I'm here for you. Uh, I've come, I'm going to need your jacket, your glasses, your boots. I'm off to find John Connor. But first, I must terminate Sarah Connor. <laughs> and then finally, this day in 2015, Spectre, the 24th James Bond film directed by Sam Mendes and starring Daniel Craig, premieres in Lung- London. And uh, that was a, a great Bond movie. Hopefully, we'll get uh, the newest one sometime soon yeah i hope so but not for 600 million dollars no all right (laughs) folks and before we head out for the day we're going to run down some holidays for instance today is holidays horseless carriage day on a maybe associated note national mule day (laughs) today is national mincemeat day not my idea of a good time it is a National Pumpkin Day. Makes sense with mm. Halloween right around the corner. Yeah. It is Texas Chicken Fried Steak Day. Mm, sign me up for some of that. That sounds mm. pretty good. And it is Worldwide Howl at the Moon Day for all of you. Ah, all those lichens out there. So, uh, folks, that does it for our Monday episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. Tomorrow's Tuesday. When we come back, we have Animal Tales. So, uh, tune in, enjoy, and uh, enjoy the rest of your Monday. Folks, Stay warm, Colorado. And Nevada. <laughs> folks, we'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day.